0: Hello, I'm Kathy Zaka. Hi, I'm Susan
1: Offen. And I'm Laura Potter. And we're your hosts today for Pure Truth. We want to welcome you to our podcast and thank you for listening. Today we're going to start a series of episodes that further explain the words we received for this new year, 2023. And this week we are going to start with understanding what it means to have a renewed mindset.
2: Yep. And our scripture for today is Romans 12:2. It says, Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in His eyes. Yeah, that's
0: good. Good. All right, so in this new year, we are headed to some really amazing things. God's working on cleaning things up, and we're going through a cleansing right now. And I've seen it in visions the Lord showed me, and He's also spoken these words to me prophetically. So He's preparing our hearts and minds for this new era that we're about to enter into. We're living in a time that we don't hear these types of things, like the things that have really been going on. You know, it's not in the news. It's you don't even hear it in most of our churches, and many have to rely on God's prophets to know and understand what's going on and how we're going to get out of this mess. And we're definitely in a mess, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when Laura, Susan, and I we each prayed to receive a word for this new year, twenty twenty three, it lined up with what we already felt in our hearts. That's how God works, and you know, He's been preparing all of us for what's coming for a long time. And Laura's, Laura's word from the Lord was, renewed hearts and renewed minds, renewed minds and a
2: reset in me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to let her get started. You ready? Okay. All right. Yeah, you know, after I, I sought out the Lord for a word for this new year of 20, 2023, he continued to give me insight that brought more details about, you know, being renewed. And the Lord had continued to give to expand on that idea of a renewed mindset to me in my times of prayer when I go to him in the mornings. And this renewed mindset is a change in how we think about heaven, how we think about our position, our job here on earth as God's ecclesia, and how we receive or hear from God to know what to do next you know, in our assignments. Yeah. And I'll also add that the creativity level within the church and everywhere will expand greatly. This is what yeah. he's been showing me. Yeah. This is something you know, he's been very specific with me in what he's saying. This, to me, is really exciting, yes. you know, since I am a creative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I just keep getting a vision of our world changing big time, and I get glimpses of new modern cities as he's speaking to me in the mornings. Yeah. Like, we're about to enter another industrial revolution, but on a whole, whole other level. Yeah, I'm excited. Wow. Yeah. And as as he continues to share his thoughts with me, it's becoming clearer and clearer. But still, I really only have a glimpse, you know, into what's what's coming for God's people. Yeah, same for me. So on uh, November twenty fifth of twenty twenty two, the Lord gave me this word, and I'm gonna I'm just gonna read it to you. He said, "Renewed hearts, renewed minds, and a renewed vision of me." This is what is happening and taking place in my people right now as I speak. My people are waking up to the endless possibilities of living in me in a whole new way. Words and thoughts concerning their future are being downloaded into their minds. Creativity is going to be at an all-time high, and it will become pouring into our hearts and our minds, filling my people with new ingenuity to create good things to fill the earth. Wow. You will feel the waves of creativity crashing over your heads like someone breaking an egg over your head. I love that. I know, right? And the ideas will drop into your mind and come pouring out and soaking into your mind. You will see this with your own mind, and you will see how things should be done. You know, when he told me that you'll see it like someone breaking an egg over your head, I don't know if anybody did that when they were younger, Yes. You know, it's like a, we did that playing around with each other, like yeah. pretend like you're breaking an egg. They'd close their eyes, you pretend like you're breaking an egg over their head, and then the yolk would just saturate down yes. over the, their heads like that, and they'd go, Ooh, yeah. you know. <laughs> but that is what he said, and I could, I could, you could picture it, I'm picture sure. it, yeah. and feel it as he was speaking it. It's like that's how it's going to come. Yeah, you know, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Like it'll just yeah. soak into our minds. Yeah, yeah, all know? that creativity. Yeah. yeah. So I can't wait. That's exciting. Yeah. And then he also said, These things coming to you will feel like sudden miracles pouring out on you. You'll be filled with my joy and delight as you go about creating the things that you are seeing. Joy will fill my people as never before. The joy of the Lord, Yahweh, will fill their hearts and minds. People will see your excitement and they will want what you have. They will want to know more about me and how I can give it to them. Show them my love. Show them my mercy and grace. Show them how, to re- how you receive these things from me. Show them how you've been blessed by me and teach them what you've learned from me. They will come to know me by how you display my glory. Things will be changing rapidly, so stay alert and pay attention to every move I make. All things are possible through me and for me. Nothing is done for naught. But everything is done to bring glory to me and to my kingdom. You are my chosen and appointed ones. Nothing will be impossible for you. The sky is not the limit for you. Amen. For when you bring the things of heaven to the earth, there are no limits to your creativity. When you walk in unity with me, you are open to my store of creativity. You will mount up with wings like eagles and soar high above the clouds as you feel my creativity flowing and coursing through your veins. When there are no limits on what you can receive, then there is a limitless supply of my joy and my peace. The storehouses of heaven have an endless supply of beautiful new inventions created for you and for I. I love to see these things brought to the earth, for they have been in heaven all this time. Everything created for you got its start in heaven. It's brand new to you because I am giving it to you. All creativity flows from me to you. It's my gift to you to enjoy, these, enjoy the things I've already done for you. I love you with an everlasting love, and I delight to shower you with my ideas. Continue to keep coming to me to receive more ideas from me. Don't stop the flow by living a life of disobedience to me. Keep in step with me and continue to hear my heart for you and my people. I have a plethora of things to pour out to you. So stay focused on me each and every day. You know, when he finished, I looked up the word plethora and it says excess, abundance, fullness. And this is the word he describes for just how much good stuff is in store for us. And that's really exciting. Yeah, that, that, that is. is,
0: you know, mm-hmm. and I want to jump in here because I want to confirm what you're what you're talking about, where the, about the creativity expanding,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, the Lord's spoken to me several times and he's also said that he, he's spoken that to me several times. He's also said that he will be downloading from heaven, many new ideas and inventions inventions in this new era that we're about to move into And he said that it will burst from within us Mm -hmm. and that many things will happen suddenly. You know? That's just confirmation. Yeah. You know, he keeps speaking that. And he he speaks it to many different people. It's the same thing, just in a different way.
2: Right. uh, It's it's exciting. It is. It's really
0: exciting. Yeah.
2: I will say that I do believe that all of this will be coming after God exposes or reveals all the evil that's been taking place on the earth behind the scenes. And he removes those in leadership who have been stealing killing and destroying the great goodness that God wants to bestow on his people here on the earth. Yeah. Those who partnered with evil to bring about the downfall of mankind will be removed by God and then Yahweh can, you know, freely pour out the things that are coming.
1: Praise God.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. It's awesome. Yeah.
1: You know, when I sat down to think about this topic, I started thinking about the definition of renewal. This might be a silly example, but since i love books oh really we didn't know that (laughs) (laughs) really i thought immediately of all the library trips i have made alone and with my kids it made me think about how i or they felt when we found such a wonderful book that we just wanted to read it over and over and experience that great feeling of a good story again Mm. i don't even know if anyone goes to the library anymore Oh, yeah, they do..
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my daughter-in-law loves it.. She yeah. Does. yeah, there's a lot of new resources you can get there now, and yeah. I, it made me excited about wanting to go back to the library. Yeah, you know, because I hadn't been in it a long time me either. Too. It's a
1: pretty peaceful place. Yeah. 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 So after you know, this great feeling of a good story again and again, mm-hmm. so what would we do? We'd have to renew the book to be able to take it out again, right The library. This reminds me of reading the Bible, God's Word. I get new life every time I read his word and meditate on it. There is nothing better than what he can speak to me through his word. Mm -hmm. And I remember growing up, I used to sit in the church and think all the older folks in the church were the most mature Christians and that they reached what would be similar to graduation in school or their peak on their spiritual journey. Yeah, Yep, I did too. Yeah. Even the Catholic church I grew up in has the sacrament of confirmation in which you choose to become an adult in the church. Or a more detailed definition would be that it helps a person remain faithful to his or her baptismal commitment to witness Christ and to serve others. Other sacraments, of course, have to take place before this one. Um, But the truth is, I felt that after I received this sacrament, I thought my spiritual journey consisted of just going to church every Sunday. And the odd time I felt I should go to confession. I didn't read the Bible unless it was Advent at Christmas or Lent before Easter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And even then, most times I was reading a devotional, not the actual Bible. Yeah. So now I understand that my spiritual hunger is the reality of my faith. Age has nothing to do with the maturity of a Christian. That's right. It's good. It's what I do with my faith once I receive it. Yes. I also have realized that the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know. That's Mm -hmm. good. That's so true. Yeah. In Ephesians 3.18, it says, And I pray that you'd be deeply rooted and securely grounded in love. Be fully capable of comprehending with all saints, God's devoted people, the width and length and height and depth of his love. That's beautiful. Fully experiencing that amazing, endless love of God. Mm. God's love is so profound for us. We are left wanting more and more, and a thirst to dig deeper into getting to know Him. Sure, one can choose to stay in the same familiar place and depth of relationship with God, but what if there's so much more? Mm -hmm. So much love to go around. So much more abundance and blessings God wants to provide to us. This is the difference between a baby Christian and a mature Christian. The difference is a renewed mind. There are people that have been Christians for many, many years, yet they are still baby Christians— there's, there's nothing wrong with being a baby Christian when you're new to the things of God. But God needs you to grow up and mature yes. in order to fulfill His will for your life. Renewing one's mind is foundational in gaining spiritual maturity. Yeah, right. You know, And I want to jump in here and say that you're so right about people that have been Christians
0: for many years, and they're still baby Christians, or they haven't moved forward in learning You know more about God. So I talk about this in the second book I wrote. The title is Standing on Faith Together in a Post-Pandemic World. You know, once we've accepted Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior, that seed is planted deep within our hearts. And just like a real seed, if you water it and take care of it properly, it will grow. Roots will start to form in the ground below the surface or within our hearts. And eventually it turns into a sprout, and then a sapling, and finally a mature tree. So it goes in our relationship with God. We should always be growing. Even as a mature tree, our branches should continue to grow. And we should allow God to prune or cut off any dead branches that are not producing fruit. You know, if a Christian's not growing in the things of God, that means that they are not reading his word or spending intimate alone time with him. And this is dangerous because if you're not filling your heart and mind with the things of God, that means that you are allowing the devil to influence you. And most of the time, you're not even aware of it, right? So eventually this person will fall back into their old sins or bad habits, and they won't care about the status of their soul. It's just so important to understand how easily the enemy can deceive us. Or, as we've been talking about the past few months, he lulls us asleep. And we can easily be pulled further and further away from God. And this goes with what we're talking about today renewed minds. You know, God wants us to renew our minds, to get rid of that stinking thinking and focus on what he has for us. Because it's so much better than what the enemy has for us. Mm-hmm. That's right.
1: You know, we might ask why do we need to renew our minds? Yeah. Renewing our minds with the Word of God will strengthen our spirit. We need a renewed mind to fulfill God's will for our lives. It will make our faith strong. We will learn to think how God thinks and speak how God speaks, as as well as hear Him speak to us directly. We can help baby Christians mature, and it will help you keep your eyes on Jesus in the middle of the storms, as well as, you just mentioned Kathy, spiritual warfare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Romans 12.2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. God doesn't want us to think as the world thinks. Right. I think it's pretty obvious how the world's thinking right now. Right. <laughs> it's not, not good. Not good. <laughs> There's chaos all over due to worldly thinking. God wants us to live an abundant life and wants us to change the way we think so we can access everything He has for us. Yeah, that's good. Proverbs 23, 7 says, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Another translation states, As a man thinks in his heart, so does he become. Our actions are a direct result of our thoughts. If we have negative thoughts in our mind, we will live a negative life. Right. If, on the other hand, we renew our mind, according to God's Word, we will as Romans 12, 2 promises, prove out in our experience the good and acceptable and perfect will of God for our lives. That's good. You know, I learned the hard way that I had to start thinking about what I was thinking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I realized that before I even put my feet on the floor after waking up in the morning, the enemy would begin putting thoughts in my mind of defeat. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. nonstop. stop. He would show me all the things I had to do in the day in addition to showing me I would have to do it all in my own strength. Right, It's as easy as that. He starts with the nagging negativity yeah. as soon as I wake up. And instead of listening to these patterned thoughts, I speak God's promises over my day in life and start praising God and thanking Him for the breath I breathe and a new day to live my life for Him. Mm-hmm. It's so important. It changes is, really. your mindset.
2: Yeah. You know, yeah. because otherwise you just want to go back to bed, pull the covers yeah. over your head, just yeah.
1: hide, forget I hide <laughs> it. and hide,
2: I want to stay there all day. Mm-hmm. Nobody's
1: stealing my joy.
2: Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And that's and, what you have to do when you get up, is no one's stealing my joy yeah, today. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's good.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, I'll also put on an audio video of a very encouraging word from an experienced pastor as I'm busy organizing my family for the morning <laughs> until I actually can, can sit down for prayer. And answer to your question Laura do I organize my
2: family <laughs> I asked her that so you organize your family what does that mean <laughs> I can't get them to move <laughs> oh,
1: it's just, Lunches the,
2: just and, the daily stuff yes.
0: that a mom has to do yeah yeah daily stuff yeah
1: you know and um Satan offers wrong thinking to everyone oh yeah but we do not have to accept His offer. He right? Did. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. We need to learn what types of thinking are acceptable to the Holy Spirit and what types are not acceptable. Right. right.
2: Just tell them to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell them that you really feel. All right.
1: <laughs> Go back where you came from. <laughs> That's, That's exactly
2: right. <laughs> right. <laughs> 2 Corinthians
1: 10, 4-5 clearly indicates that we must know the Word of God well enough to be able to compare what is in our mind with what is in the mind of God. Any thought that attempts to exalt itself above the word of God, we are to cast down and bring into captivity to Jesus Christ. That's right. That's so good, Susan. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. So let's just process the words the Lord gave Laura for a moment. So renewed hearts. You know, we've really been through some hard stuff in the past several years. Wouldn't you all agree? Mm -hmm. You know, for many, it's been even longer than that. It drains so many of us mentally, physically, financially. these past few years have taken a lot from from so many people. Mm -hmm. Our hearts have been broken over and over. Many think that this will never end. You know, this is it. This is how the rest of our life is going to be. But when I look at how deep the enemy has infiltrated everything here on earth, and I realize through my own awakening experience how long this has been going on, then it puts all that we've been going through in perspective. Mm -hmm. This awakening has been brutal. Yeah. but so necessary, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And as more people awaken to what's really been going on for years, it makes perfect sense that God wants to renew our hearts. He wants our hearts turned away from the lies, or should I say the liar, Satan. God wants our hearts focused on him. And in order for that to happen, we have to endure this awakening and this cleansing until it's completely finished. We can't just, you know, we all want God to come in right now and fix it we got to finish it. We've got to get all of it cleaned out mm-hmm. because we're not getting rid of the roots if we don't. we got to go all the way down. So, mm-hmm. you know, and once all of his children are made aware of what's been happening, then the Lord can come in and renew our hearts. And there are still so many people that believe what the media has been telling them, right? Mm-hmm. There are people that don't even know who the Illuminati, I'm going to say these words. I, I feel like the Holy Spirit, when I was typing out notes for this, is. This episode is: we need to start speaking some of the words that people that are not awakened yet. Mm-hmm. They need to understand what these words are, because this is what we're dealing with. This is the things that we're dealing with. Well, so. these
2: things haven't been put out into the media no. or anything, and no. it's the first time you're introduced to these words, and you don't even know what that means. Right. I mean, I right. had to look all this stuff up too. Right. So. So, in a
0: nutshell, these words that I'm fixing to tell you are mm-hmm. the bad guys. Okay. The, the you know people don't know who the Illuminati is, the Luciferians, the Cabal. They don't know who they are or what they are and, and what they've been doing to our children. You know? mm-hmm. It's about the children. Time and to do some research. Yes. And there's a whole lot more going on that I can't say. I can't say because of the censorship mm-hmm. that's been going on. But I do want to say it's awful. It's sick and it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's evil. You know, when God decides to reveal all of it, his timing, not ours, it's going to change our world forever. We will mourn for a time, right? And many will be angry for good reasons. But through all of this, God's going to renew our hearts because He is a good father. Yeah. And then we will work on rebuilding, renewing and restoring things to the way they should be. So I uh, can't wait. Mm-hmm. You know?
2: Yeah, Lord shows us things right. of what's to come because it gives us encouragement and hope. Right. You know, to our hearts. When we have to go through difficult times, yeah. We keep that in mind right. because we know what's coming. Right.
1: Right, right. Deliverance. Mm -hmm.
2: Right.
0: All right. So the next part of Laura's word was renewed minds. Okay. So our minds have been processing so much of this crazy information of all the things we've been hearing, little bits and pieces of things going on all around the world. And again, I'm gonna throw some new words that probably some of you haven't heard, but our government, of course, the schools, the churches, the media, the dumbs, it's D U M B, and that means deep underground military bases. Yes, they do exist. And again, the children, right, the military tribunals, the censorship on social media and the lies that are being said on the news, or better yet, what they are not saying on the news, Mm -hmm. right? Then there's what they are now putting in movies and TV shows and all of these things trickle down into our homes. It's like a giant puzzle that we have all been trying to piece together, but there's still a lot of pieces missing, right? And I'm sure many of us, I mean, I know I did, were asking, how did we let it get this bad? And why haven't we done something about it sooner? The things we've heard, are they true? Could those things really be happening? Is it really that bad? Well, the short answer is yes. A lot of what we've heard or seen has been happening for a really long time. We know this because of the censorship of many people that have attested to what they have seen or experienced themselves. And they're all silenced. Mm -hmm. But is all of it true? You know, Only God knows the answer to that. And he has been speaking to me and other prophets that a day of truth is coming. When all of it will be revealed. And for Laura, he calls it the great uncovering. Right. Right. So God's been waiting for his remnant to come together in unity. And we've talked about this before. So that we can partner with God and his angels, and together we can overcome the evil in this world. And it's hard to talk about. These things are really hard to talk about. Mm-hmm. And we shy away from it because it really is so disturbing. But we need to process it so we can move past it. It's part of our awakening. Mm-hmm. And God knows it's hard for our human minds to comprehend the atrocities that are going to be revealed, which is one of the reasons why he spoke this word to Laura, renewed minds. When the day of truth comes, first, we will all need to process what has been kept from us. And even the ones that are fully awake right now are going to be shocked when all of it comes out. Then we will begin working on rebuilding all that's currently broken, and it's a lot. And he will help each of us renew our minds along with our hearts. And I also want to say that for many of God's remnant, the ones that have been in the trenches fighting, praying, and are already awakened, I believe that He has already started the process of renewing our minds. He has been showing us what is to come. And it's really good. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. The season we are in will not last much longer, thank God. You know? And all right, okay, for the final part of the word that the Lord gave Laura, renewed minds and a reset in me. And I love this so much. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. So the reset in me is what this world has needed for longer than all of us have been alive. Yeah, I said it. It's been here longer than we've been alive. Mm-hmm. Our ancestors messed it up. And I'm not completely blaming all of it on them because we have made our own mistakes, you know. Right. But the most amazing, wonderful part about what is going on right now is that God chose us, this generation this remnant to set things back to the way they should be. Mm-hmm. That's a huge honor. It is. It's a blessing. Yes. That means God chose you if you're listening. God chose you for this time and for this battle. And even greater news is we win. Right. We're not going to lose this fight. The enemy has already lost and only some of the things he has lost have been revealed, but the rest is coming. So count on it. So the reset in God. Wow. It's so beautiful to know. That God loves us so much, Mm -hmm. that He's helping us to get out of the mess that we've made so that we can do things different this time. We can't do better because His Word says He's coming back for a perfect bride. And His church is definitely, definitely not perfect right now. Right. And that gives me hope for my children, my grandchildren, great grandchildren. You know, things will be different for them because we have been fighting hard for it. And I'm so thankful for that. So God's going to reset things for the church,
2: mm-hmm. and it will be way different than what we are now familiar with. I can't wait. Right. Yeah. And just think, we, we were born for such a time as this. Absolutely. Esther. And he, you know, he thought of us way ahead of time. Yep. And he equipped us. He for, foreknew. For, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And he foreknew us, and he predestined us. And it's like we were born for this time because he also equipped us for this time. Yes. So you know that no matter what happens. God has already made us ready for it. Right. We do need to go through it, but He's already made us ready for right. yeah. it. We've got yes. the right tools. Yes. It's already instilled in us. <laughs> That's right. Now we just have to go forth and mm-hmm. keep moving forward. He'll yep. show us. He'll guide us, right? So I want to go back a little further, back in October, uh, October 23rd of 2022, and God gave me some more words. So I want to share those with you. And He said, plans, blueprints, and construction plans will Stop be right given there. to you. Stop right there. Do you
0: know how many times over the past few months I've heard the word plans and blueprints? Yeah. God is speaking that word to so many prophets. Over and over. Over and over and over again. So, I mean, that means you need to listen. If he's saying something over
2: and over and over again, Better it's Better pay important. attention. <laughs> yes. Right. Sorry, I just had to no, say that. No, no, you're good. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what we're doing. I yes. mean, it's just convergence. Yes. On so many levels. Yes. You know, that everybody's getting the, the Holy Spirit speaks the same message to everybody. Right. Are you listening? Yeah. Are you picking up on what he's saying? Right. You know, get your mm-hmm. antenna up. Right. <laughs> and spend time in prayer, and just ask him what is coming. Give yeah. me a vision of what's coming.
0: He's already got the All blueprints, right. the mm-hmm. construction plans, like you said. He's yeah. already got them,
2: and now we just have to follow through. with Right. Them. Right. Th- this is what we have to look forward to. Yes. You know. Good. And it won't be hard because he'll be giving us the plans. Right. Does that make just sense? Yeah. <laughs> makes just be, sense. be open
1: to receive them.
2: Right. right. Right, and yeah. have a, have listening ears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he also said, "My plans will be given to you in your heads. Yeah. I will give you everything you need to rebuild this world for you and for me. Ask, and it'll be given to you. Live by the faith that was deposited within you. Do not take no for an answer. As I move you forward in me, let my plans move forward through you, and you will be my foreman." and I will be your architect drawing out my plans for you.
1: That's so good.
2: In that it's such a great visual. Yes. Yeah. He's the architect. He's going to give us the plans. Right. We're the foreman to go and do it, make that happen. Heaven. Yeah. Mm. He said submit to me in all your ways, be obedient with everything given to you. Show you are my servant by being obedient in all of your ways. Again, there is nothing you cannot do and accomplish when you are working in tandem with me. We are a partnership working together joyfully. Let nothing distract you or pull you away from me. Let your heart remain purified in me. And as you come to me each day, I will give you all the instructions you will ever need. A divine partnership is what we will have. That's just beautiful to me. Yes. He said, place your hand in mine and let's get to work doing the things that should have been done a long time ago. Right. I will multiply your time that's been given to you and I will increase your productivity I will increase your rest when you rest from your activity and joy will flood your mind as you do this work that I'm going to be giving to you. Set your feet going to the places I'm sending you to. Know that the work that is ahead of you will be done by my power and my authority. So many things are yet to come and my joy will overflow your heart. Isn't that awesome. good? Wow. Yes. And so again, on November 18th, later on the next month, Uh, of 2022 god spoke these words to me regarding more on creativity he Mm -hmm. said ingenuity and craftsmanship will be at an all-time high wow and you will see things you've never experienced before yes this is a new age i am i am and he he made me capitalize i am yes so it's the lord that's bringing this Mm -hmm. he says i am bringing forth one where my power and authority will speak for itself Open the eyes of your holy imaginations and see what is to come. See my work taking place, getting things done. Let your mind go there with me and let your imagination see everything that's possible to see. See yourself in a new way of living. See yourself free from the burden and daily grind of sin taking place all around you. What would that look like to you? Now call all those things that you see into being, bringing forth my kingdom on the earth as it is in heaven. You have been given my creativity. You have been given everything that I once had as I walked here on the earth. So use it to further my kingdom. That's good. Use your divine imagination to bring forth beauty untold. See the wonderful and miraculous things that I have planned to be put here, put forth on this earth. There are many things that you are yet to see and experience with me, things too extraordinary for your mind to yet see. But ask me to give it to you and give you a vision anyway. I will fill your mind with incredible things, and you will say, How did we not see these things all along? Right, (laughs) (laughs) We knew not of what you had in mind for us for so long. Right, The times and events are now set in place for these things to be revealed to your minds. He said, Close your eyes and open your hands to receive incredible visions from me. Know that your Yahweh will provide everything to you. I will provide all of your needs. None of the visions I give to you will ever leave you feeling in defeat, like as if you couldn't do it. Right? He said, if I give you something, I will show you how to make it a reality. It's so true. Let your mind flow freely in me and let me increase your visibility. Let me expand your imagination, making these things become a reality. Come to me like a little child and let your imagination run wild with all the possibilities, seeing visions of heaven through the eyes of a child
0: right that's good
1: you know you said i just want to say there you said increase your visibility and expand your imagination i just makes me think sometimes how much we have at our fingertips movies yeah. you know entertainment right. mm-hmm. media where we've become lazy
2: because we're just used to sitting down and receiving right, right. No. we're taking stuff in from other people, when God wants to originate stuff in us, yes. yes, yeah,
0: and offer it straight to us. Okay, so and you said yeah. that right. So you said that people are watching movies, they're watching news media, mm-hmm. they're listening to, to social media, and so they, if they're not listening to the right things, you know, what are they believing? They're mm-hmm. believing the deceiver, because right. that's where all that stuff comes from. is mm-hmm. the enemy,
2: right. and they believe it, but he's
0: and the- they stand on it.
2: Yes. But he's also saying to come to me like a little child and let your imagination, your imagination run wild with all the possibilities. And, you know, I I knew that, you know, kids that sit in front of a TV or an iPad or all that kind of stuff all day or playing video games. It frustrates me. It's very important for kids to get outside and get away from all that stuff and just play and let their imagination Do wonders inside their heads. I mean, we were like that when we were kids. We played outside all day. You know, we didn't have we had a TV, but that was about it. Right. But that helped our imagination grow and expand. And so God is saying, "Come to me like a little child. I want to expand your imagination. I want to take it to places you've never been. Right. Right. And that is really exciting. Yes, Yes, it is. You know, I mean, the things that that will take
0: you further than the things that you're seeing here. Right. You know, your imagination. The creativity there, mm-hmm. that's right. where the creativity is.
2: That's why this gets me so excited. And I, I know he was speaking it to me. Right. I was like, Wow. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. Because I am a very creative person. I right. think very creatively. Yeah. Me and too. so when I know that there's just gonna be a download of cre- I'm like, Bring it Bring it on. <laughs> Sign me up. But you know, then I that's part I think where he was reassuring me because my my mind starts to stress out, like, How am I gonna do this? How am I gonna make this work? No. I'm going to show you what to do. Just yeah. trust in me. Right. And that gives me a lot of peace. Yeah. With the excitement. Right. Yeah. No stress. That's so good.
1: Yeah. That's, that is really a good word. hmm You know, I want to share with everyone a podcast I've been listening to from Peggy Joyce Ruth. Oh, she's good. Mm-hmm. <clears <clears throat> throat> we is. like her. Yep. That has to do with having a divine imagination. In her book titled Tormented Eight Years and Back, Peggy describes... Her childhood as ideal, raised in a Christian home. However, she had never been taught about spiritual warfare. I can say the same. Yeah, or, oh can, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Peggy's she suffered for eight years of mental torment. Eight years. And, and just tried to get help through like electrical sure. shock treatments, psychiatrists. Oh, like wow, oh, I, know, I, heard, like just, I listened to that episode and yeah. I was like, what? So many different, you know. <sighs> solution it's she torment. tried she was tormented
2: well and that's just what science tells you so you just do what the doctor right. says
1: right and right yeah so Oof. she calls renewing the mind an exchange system of thoughts there are so many layers and details about her deliverance and her testimony and similar to laura where god gives dreams or visions god mm-hmm. gave peggy a vision about an infected tooth it was like she could see herself sitting in a chair much like a dental chair And a man dressed in white was standing beside her. The man told her to open her mouth, and when she did, she could see a black tooth. Then her whole body became transparent, and she saw black roots going down through the trunk of her body and down her arms and legs. Wow. Next, the man reached in and pulled out the tooth with all the roots, leaving holes all through her body. Yeah. After that, he told her to watch what must happen, and he started packing something in those holes until they were completely full. Peggy didn't realize until much later the packing was as important as pulling the tooth, the deliverance itself. It had not taken long at all to pull out the tooth, but the emphasis of the vision had obviously been on the packing because of the length of time it had taken, to push the gauze into the cavity left throughout her body from where the infected tooth had been. Wow. She writes, somehow God revealed to her that the renewal of the mind was what the packing period and the vision had represented. Demon oppression had been delivered out of her mind and emotions, but now it was necessary that those holes not be left empty. They had to be packed with truth from God's word. That's so good. Right. Mm-hmm. From the, that moment, the Spirit of God supernaturally directed her step-by-step. Step. She spent the next several months just sitting in her chair with her Bible and notebook in her lap, soaking up the Word. The Holy Spirit led her to see spiritual warfare revealed in Scripture like she had never seen it before. I've only scratched the surface on Peggy's testimony here. Yeah. However, it provides a visual of how important renewal of the mind is. We don't just get all the negative, tormented thoughts out. We need to fill those gaping holes with God's truth that comes from His Word and through spending time with Him.
0: Yeah, that's a great visual, Susan. You know, I'm thinking about the black roots that went deep down into her body. And and the man in her dream began plugging up the holes that were left behind. So this black tooth, you know, it was obviously rotted, and it went way past just her mouth. It spread through her whole body. Mm -hmm. And so, see, we think when something goes bad that it sometimes only touches the surface. But in reality, it has long, deep-lasting effects in our mind, our body, our spirit, our soul. Yes. And we need to be aware. We need to be more aware of the darkness, the evil, and how it affects us so we can overcome it and put it behind us.
1: Yes. You know, I can recall when my husband and I got married, we had to feel unity to decide on marrying, Right. of course. Yeah. He didn't hold a gun to my head and say, we are getting married. Getting <laughs>
2: hitched, honey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: After marrying, we would discuss things and decide on these things together about our lives. Yeah. We would agree, go along, and find unity. Later in married life, after growing spiritually and finding a Holy Spirit-filled church, we began to learn unity in our marriage with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's important. Yes. We were not experiencing unity for unity's sake or for human's sake, rather unity with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And where there's unity with the Holy Spirit, we begin to experience abundant blessings. Good. In Nehemiah 2:17 17-18, Nehemiah inspects Jerusalem's walls. And then I said to them, You see the trouble we are in? Jerusalem lies in ruins, and its gates have been burned with fire. Come, let us rebuild the wall of Jerusalem, and we will no longer be in disgrace. I also told them about the gracious hand of my God upon me and what the king had said to me. They replied, let us start rebuilding. So they began this good work. Spiritual renewal often begins with one person's vision. Nehemiah had a vision and he shared it with enthusiasm, inspiring Jerusalem's leaders to rebuild the walls. You know, oftentimes we underestimate people and don't challenge them with our dreams for God's work in the world. Yeah. When we get an idea planted in our mind to do something to serve God, we need to share it with others and trust the Holy Spirit to impress them with similar thoughts. That's good. Similar to what you were saying earlier about the prophets, Mm -hmm. you know, you kept, and Kathy, you said you keep hearing blueprints, you know, got to share it. Yeah. God often uses one person to express the vision and others to turn it into reality. Yes. That's
2: what we're talking about.
1: When you encourage and inspire others, you put teamwork into action to accomplish God's goals.
2: That's good. We're all on the same team. Yes. <laughs> in that same boat.
1: In Psalm 85, 9-14, the theme is from reverence to restoration. I really like this word. Mm-hmm. It's reverence leads to forgiveness, restoring our love and joy for God. Surely his salvation is near those who fear him, that his glory may dwell in our land. Love and faithfulness meet together. Righteousness and peace kiss each other. Faithfulness springs forth from the earth, and righteousness looks down from heaven. The Lord will indeed give what is good, and our land will yield its harvest. Righteousness goes before Him, and He prepares the way for His steps. You know, the psalmist here was asking God to revive His people, bringing them back to spiritual life. Mm -hmm. Sound familiar? Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hello. God is capable of reviving both churches and individuals. He can pour out His love on us, renewing our love for Him. If we need a revival in our church, family, personal spiritual life, world, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we can ask God to give us a fresh touch of His love. I know that I desperately need my quiet time with the Lord every day. Yes, It's in this intimate time that I get to renew my mind and be centered with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. It's like I become one with Him and everything else disappears. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. It's in the silence that I feel such a reverence for Him. I feel that God created us this way. He created us with a desire to be in a relationship with Him. It's here that I ask for His thoughts to become my thoughts. Yes, This is what Jesus modeled for us. We would, he would leave the crowds and the disciples to be alone with our Father and look at all He accomplished in His ministry for us. He taught the disciples to do the same. Yep. In Mark 6, 30-32, when Jesus feeds the 5,000... It says the apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and taught. Then because so many people were coming and going, they didn't even have a chance to eat. He said to them, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. When the disciples had returned from their mission, Jesus took them away to rest. Doing God's work is very important, but Jesus recognized that to do it effectively, we need periodic rest and renewal.
0: Yes, that's that's good right there.
1: They probably weren't always able to find it with all they were doing, but I'm sure they recognized the need for it. Mm -hmm. Only the Father can provide for us renewal. That's right. Mm -hmm. Uh, There there were also disciples who deserted Jesus. Maybe they didn't even recognize the need for rest or renewal, and they were depending on their own strength on their spiritual journeys. I certainly have experienced this myself, only to become exhausted and drained. Right. We've all been there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, you think you can do it on your own,
0: and and the Lord's like, nope, just gonna let them fall because they're not listening to me, Mm -hmm. so go ahead.
1: Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I should have it your
0: way. (laughs) Take that time out, Lord.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's good. I've always been quite independent, and trying to carry this independence over to my spiritual journey led me to a complete standstill of powerlessness in which I had no other way to turn except to surrender everything to God. Yeah. Yep. I'm so thankful for our good, good Father. Mm-hmm. He's a gentle, kind, loving God and is always seeking to take care of us. If we could just let go and let mm-hmm. Him yeah. right. be still and know that I am
2: God. Yep. right. He's and, God, we're not. Yep. Right.
1: <laughs> You know, soon after my sister passed on to be with Jesus, my niece Callie, my sister's daughter, was scheduled to get married. At first, she asked me to marry them. Oh, wow! Get my, you know, pastoral, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I, you told her no. Yeah, (laughs) I couldn't do that at the time. Wow! (laughs) And uh, then she asked me if I would speak at the wedding. Yeah. And both of them I did not feel I could manage with just experiencing having my sister pass away. Yeah. I hadn't even processed or grieved my sister and my family would all be gathering again for a joyful reason this time of course. But it was still it's hard. Mm-hmm. Very distracting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I felt like seeing everyone again would also cause me to remember the last time we were together, which was witnessing my sister's tragic death in the hospital. I simply avoided these thoughts and when it came to the actual wedding day I had to find alone time to process. Yeah. So, I took my pillow and drove our rental van out into the yard which was kind of like a field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as we had guests staying with us in our Airbnb. So there was a bunch of people there, and you really couldn't get alone. No alone yeah. time. It was
0: family, but
1: it so was I get no it. alone time. Yeah. Yeah. Taking
2: your pillow, going Sardines. out to the middle of the yard. Sardines in a can. <laughs> and, <Yep>. screaming <laughs> <at it. Yeah. laughs> and screaming in <at> it. Yeah. Screaming in it, that'll love it. Yep. We can relate. Uh,
1: <laughs> I was struggling knowing I had to face reality again. My husband came to the van and talked with me and pointed out, I was trying to do all this in my own strength. He's so good. And he was right. Yeah. I needed to press into God and lean fully on him. After spending a lot of screaming in the pillow,
2: no, just kidding, <laughs> it was spiritual prayer, <laughs> screaming in my pillow, yes.
1: God, help, help me. Help. <laughs> After spending some time in prayer, I was ready to celebrate my niece's special wedding day and her new hubby and witness the start of their new life together. Yeah. In John six sixty through 65 when the disciples, for example, did leave Jesus, it says, On hearing it, many of the disciples said, This is a hard teaching. Who can accept it? Aware that his disciples were grumbling about this, Jesus said to them, Does this offend you? What if you see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before? The Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and they are life. Yet there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus had known from the beginning which of them did not believe and who would betray him. He went on to say, this is why I told you that no one can come to me unless the Father has enabled him. It's the Holy Spirit that gives us life. Without the work of the Holy Spirit, we can even see the need for new life. Mm -hmm. All spiritual renewal begins and ends with God. He reveals truth to us, lives within us. And then enables us to respond to that truth.
2: Yeah, I was thinking about what you said when they said, you know, this is hard stuff. We, we we don't understand it. Yeah. But if you go and you look at the very next verse, verse John six, verse sixty-six, it says, From that time on, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. You know, so even the scripture reference oh. of John six, six, six represents those who have rejected following in the ways of Jesus. So, you know, yeah. those that have a hard time accepting by faith what Jesus says is truth, they're rejecting God. Yeah. And when you right. reject God, you're following not in God's ways, but right. in, in the ways of Satan. Yeah, this yes. is
0: one of the things we love about Laura. She's very good it's, with remembering the words. I mean, she is a preacher's daughter, so <laughs> she's so good at remembering this kind yes. of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say that, you know, there's symbolism and meaning in everything. Yes, yes, And that scripture, for example, most people wouldn't think twice about it, but it's. There. I didn't mm-hmm. until yeah. you
1: just said it. Yeah, we, I didn't right, know
0: that. Right? You know. So there are so many things that be puts right in our faces. Yeah. And the majority of people are not even aware of it. That's not just scripture; it's everywhere. It's mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. You know, and it costs it causes damage. Right. There's so much more we could say here, right, to clue all those that are listening to many of the things we've discovered. But again, it's all about that censorship. That's where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. So all I could do is just encourage you to do your own research until
2: God's ready for all of it to be revealed. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, years ago, I had a dream at another one. Yeah. Really? <laughs> uh, really? Another dream? He does. He speaks to me all the time in dreams. Yeah, But awesome. in this dream, I saw myself in this huge warehouse. And it looks something like a Home Depot warehouse, you know, very rustic but it was way, way bigger, and the ceiling height was very, very tall. And there were shelves upon shelves upon shelves of things and ideas and equipment to be given to us for creativity. Yeah. And the Lord was showing me that His supply of creativity for His people is an endless supply. All we have to do is ask, and He'll provide it for us. And at, at that time, I had the dream I was worried about a friend of mine who you know was always copying me and my creative ideas right Of course, everything I receive is from the Lord. so I kind of felt intruded upon right but the Lord reassured me that there was way more, you know where that came from and that he would give me more when I needed it That's again, so good. yeah, all we have to do is ask and he'll supply all of our needs yes. just like He tells us yep. I also wanted to share something else that the Lord has been renewing my mind regarding the, the bringing of the things of heaven to the earth. Yeah, You know, in many of his words to me, he is reemphasizing the part of the Lord's prayer where he says, on earth as it is in heaven. God has opened my, eye, my mind to see that everything that was created here on earth existed first in heaven, and then it was brought or spoken into existence here on earth. Yeah. It's kind of you know, it's just a mind-blowing when you think about transition, it. Yeah, of yeah. the way I grew up. yeah, you know because even when you go into Genesis 1, three through five, it says, "Then God said, "Let there be light, And there was light." Right. And God saw that the light was good, and then He separated the light from the darkness. And God called the light day and the darkness night, And evening passed and morning came, marking the first day. So we see when God created, he, what did he do? He spoke, Spoke. yeah, he spoke those things into being that was already in existence. Yeah, Like God is light and his light fills heaven, right? Right. So he spoke what was in heaven to come to the earth and created the first day. I can't wait till we dive more
0: into this. That's a whole episode we're gonna be doing is decreeing and declaring. That's coming soon, folks. But Mm -hmm. yeah, the Lord's been speaking about that. So that's just a little touch of-
2: Speak with authority. Yeah,
0: you speak it. Yeah, mm-hmm. speak it.
2: And you don't just speak things that just you know pop in your mind. You want to speak the things that God has revealed to you. Yes, you know it's like the rama we right. talked about. The rama of God. Right. This is what comes from the Holy Spirit. Yes. So if you you know Jesus said I don't do anything unless the Father tells me or shows me. Right. Right. So we need to copy His example. Yep. So if He shows you something like a heavenly vision or whatever, speak it. Then you speak it. Mm-hmm. Right. Not yeah. just oh, I see a red Corvette.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know,
2: <laughs> I would like. <laughs> right, He's not I see a, a lot of money
1: in my bank account. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> I think we'd all like to see a lot of money in our bank accounts <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, back, back on track, girls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As I've listened to you know, many of the prophets, like we talk about, who've, who visited heaven, right. I'm learning that what they've seen in heaven existed first there, and then it came to the earth. Yeah. Like Kat Kerr, we've talked about her, the lady with the pink hair. Yeah. Kat Kerr's visited heaven thousands of times, and she sees roller coasters, amusement parks, snow, rivers, grass, trees, animals, you know, et cetera. That, that all fills heaven and its people there with wonderful and beautiful things to see and to do. She mentioned one time that heaven is so big it's like its own planet. Yep. You know, wow. full of one yeah, full of wonderful things that God's planned for us. She's also mentioned one time that God created what God created in heaven gets to come down to the earth for us to enjoy. Yes. So Kathy has visited heaven. You know, she talks about that, too. And she can testify to seeing very similar things. Yeah, I want to Uh. say something there, too,
0: because I have one of my followers on my Facebook, my author page. She um, had just recently lost one of her pets. And, you know, we love our pets. And there's been so many different things out there. Are pets in heaven? Do we get to, you know, experience that? Are we ever going to see them again? Guys, it's like Laura just said. Everything's already in heaven. Everything that's here on earth is already there. Mm-hmm. So all the animals that are here on earth, they're all in heaven. There's animals that are in heaven that are not down here that he's created that are up there.
2: That are coming. Oh, that's, yeah. Oh.
0: So there's just stuff that he hasn't released yet. Mm-hmm. You know, he may not. Maybe he wants to keep them there. I've even heard Kat Kerr. If y'all listen to her, she's a, she goes to heaven all the time. Mm-hmm. She said that unicorns are in heaven. Mm-hmm. They just haven't ever come here to earth. But yeah, that, that wow. God created unicorn. Then there's so many other things up there that we don't know. So I, I, I comforted that, that woman that, that asked me that question. She's like, please tell me my dog's there and she's happy and she's healthy. And because I loved her so much, I said, absolutely. She's happy. She's healthy. She's not suffering anymore. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get to see her again. You know, that just brings comfort to people. Just know that everything here, that's on earth, was already, it's already in heaven. and He just released it down because we decreed and declared it. We asked it to come. Mm-hmm. Just like he spoke, let there be light. We spoke it, and those things come.
2: I was just thinking, you know, God is love, right? Yes. And we love our pets. Right. And we receive love from them. Yep. You know, yes. they just love us. Mm-hmm. And it's this mutual relationship that we have. And so God gave those animals to us so right. we could love them. Right. And yes. that they could love us. Yeah. You know, it's yes. companionship. and. Yes. I mean, I'm not just talking about dogs, but there's other animals too for pets, but they, there's that relationship of love. And so I just keep thinking, why wouldn't God store up those things that you right. loved so much on earth? In heaven waiting for you. Yes. Right. Right? All our loved ones are going to be there to receive us. Right. So Why why, wouldn't our pets be? Why not? Because they they are your loved ones. Yeah. Yes.
0: Right? They're there. They're in your mansion. They're waiting
2: for you. Don't limit God. That's what I say. Don't limit God. Don't
0: think about it from your own thinking because our own thinking is not, it is not the way that God does things, right? We're, We're Our our thinking is limited. We only have what we have in our brain, but there's so much more.
1: Mm-hmm. Or to a religious mindset, a religious right. mindset who have told you that it's
0: not. Somebody possible. told you,
1: right? Well, it didn't say it in the Bible. Well, that didn't mean it. Just because it's not in the Bible,
0: doesn't mean it's not there. You gotta right. have a personal relationship with God. Let mm-hmm. Him show you these things. Let
2: the Holy Spirit reveal Let it Holy to you. The Holy Spirit,
0: yeah, so good. Yeah. Sorry, went off on a tangent.
2: There. No, you're good. <laughs> And, you know, what he spoke to me on November 25th, this was uh, another month later in 2022, he said, and I'm just going to read you a little bit part of it, but it said, everything created for you got its start in heaven. It's brand new to you because I'm giving it to you. Right. It's like hand-me-downs. You know, Susan and I talked about, you know, we didn't (laughs) have a whole lot growing up, and so we would get, you know, hand-me-downs. Well, they were new to us, right? You know, but yes, they originated they somewhere else, right? <laughs> right. You know, on somebody, somebody else. Somebody <laughs> else wore, <them>. right? <laughs> right. But it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. But not, not God doesn't give anything worn out. Yes. Let's just put it that That's way. That's right. He gives whatever He creates. It's going to be brand spanking new. Right. Right. Yes. He said, "All creativity flows from y- Me to you, yeah. and it's My gift to you to enjoy the things I've already done for you." Right. You know, his words confirmed to me. You know that what we are to bring to the earth has already been done in heaven, and we're to speak it into existence here on the earth, as the Holy Spirit instructs us. Like we were talking about, yeah. This is a renewed. This is a renewing of my mindset for me, and God is revealing more how the working. Uh, the whole working in tandem with God, you know, the partnership is done with Him. Yeah, God is now teaching us His ways, the ways of Yahweh. He keeps repeating that to me. Yeah. This is the way of Yahweh. Right. And so, it's a new way of thinking about our relationship with God and our duties and our responsibilities we're to be carrying out for His kingdom work here on the earth. It's really exciting to me. Yeah.
1: Yes, it is. You know, you said tandem. It made me think of those bicycles. Yeah. Oh, where yeah! You, you get on together and you have to
2: you have to bicycle built for work, two. Yes. Yeah.
1: Work together. Yeah. Yeah. And partner. That's
2: mm-hmm. right. That's good. You share the workload. Yeah. Like he says, my burden is easy. My my what does he say? My he says, yoke is my easy. My yoke is easy. I? Sorry, headed backwards. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. And it's like seeing the two cows. You know, like when they, they pull a yoke. Yeah. They balance out the workload. Right. Yeah. And they share that. Burden and responsibility. So it's not. So it's not on heavy all on one person. Correct. Right. Oh, good. That that was good stuff. A, that mean. was a Holy Spirit download right there. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I said it backwards. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
1: You know, I'd like to follow up with what Laura said and leave us with some reminders about how important it is to be in God's Word, renewing our minds and breaking off our flesh, so we can. Be equipped to speak with authority and bring the things of heaven to earth. Yes. I found four good points from this article titled, How to Renew Your Mind in Four Easy Steps. How to Renew Your Mind in Four Easy Steps. <laughs> okay, okay, here we go. Number one, study and apply the word of God. As it says in Joshua 1, eight. the book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will be, you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Going to church on Sunday is not enough. Oh. Rather, studying the Word of God every single day, meditating on it, and doing everything it says will little by little transform you, how you think and how you act. That's good. The second step is control your thoughts. 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, Casting down vain imaginations and every high and lofty thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Many people think they don't have to control their thoughts. Yeah. Well, the Bible clearly states here that we can take captive or dismiss any thoughts that don't align with the word of God. And it's important that you do it. Yes. Yeah. Because if we don't, what and whose thoughts do you think we'll be believing? Right. Right. The enemy. And that's never good. Nope. Nope. He seeks to steal, kill, and destroy us. When we hear bad news, our first thoughts are usually worst-case scenarios. But when we renew our mind, those thoughts are automatically replaced by the Word of God and His promise. Yeah. And thirdly, be careful with what you are feeding your mind. In Romans 8, 5-6 it says, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on the things of the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. Yes. What are you feeding your mind? Right. Do you watch shows that feed fear and unbelief or listen to music that doesn't bless you or read books that don't with the, align with the word of God? Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's a good one there. It's really important. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. And four, develop a strong relationship with God. In James 4.8 it says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. The more time we spend with a person, the faster we get to know them. The same thing happens with God. The more we spend time with Him, the more we get to know Him. What He likes, how He acts, what He says, and the things that He said. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: that's true. It goes back to the intimacy that we talk about all the time. Right.
1: Mm -hmm. So important. Right.
0: All right. Before we close, I want to share a prophetic word that the Lord spoke to me back on November the 3rd of 2022. And this will encourage anyone that's listening. So the Lord said, do not dwell on the things in the natural, for they are going away. Instead, focus on me, for I am about to flip your way of life completely upside down. There are things coming your way that you never thought would be possible. There are things coming your way that have never been heard of before, but they are coming. And many will rejoice as these things come bursting forth. It's what I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. It's already in heaven. He hasn't released it yet, mm-hmm. but he will. Right. These things have been held back by me for this time and this remnant. New ideas, new inventions, wondrous things coming from small children and even people that think they're too old to pioneer something so powerful and new. But it's coming. It's good. I've held these things back because the enemy would use them for harm. He would try to steal it from my children. And as the new year comes As I continue to reveal all the enemy has been doing, as my people awaken to this evil error, and after the enemy is taken down, I will release these new things into the hearts and minds of my children. You will see an explosion of creativity coming forth, and it will be hard to keep up with all the new inventions that are coming. It won't be much longer, and everything will change. Hang on a little longer. The battle is heating up in the spirit realm. The enemy will lose, and when the time is right, everything will be revealed. And it will be mind-blowing. But this will last only a short time, and you will finally know. You will finally understand why the battle has been so fierce. You will finally know why everything seems to be so difficult and chaotic. My peace is coming. My change is coming. It has been ordained long ago for this time, for this people, for this remnant. Every single one of you were chosen to be in this fight. Focus on me, and I will guide you into this new era full of so many changes and so much joy. Yes, so many things are going to change because our Father loves us and He hears our prayers. So remember that you were chosen to be right here, right now, on earth to help steward in this new era that we're entering into. Mm -hmm. This year, it's going to be exciting. Mm -hmm. If God gave us a word about renewed hearts, renewed minds, and a reset in Him, that means He is preparing us for all of these things this year. So, all right, that's it. That's all we got. I'm going to stop right there next week we'll be, we'll be discussing in more detail the word the Lord gave Susan and that's going to be
2: invigorate it's going to be a good word too it is yeah yep. and we just want to close with this scripture from Psalm 51 10 through 12 create in me a clean heart O God renew a loyal spirit within me do not banish me from your presence and don't take your Holy Spirit from me restore to me the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you all right. Today's episode was edited by Caitlin Beck. We appreciate you so much, Caitlin. Yes.
0: And we also want to reference again, Peggy Joyce Ruth's book. The title is Tormented Eight Years and Back. And we mentioned an article earlier. So if you'd like to check it out, we'll put the link in the notes
1: section of this episode. Before you go, we invite you to please leave a written review anywhere you listen to this podcast. The more positive reviews we receive will lead to more listeners that God can reach. Also, please subscribe. We would appreciate it very much.
2: Yeah, and we just want to thank you for listening and allowing us to pour pure truth into you today. And we'd love to hear from you. So please email us at Pure Truth Podcast 3 that's the number three, at gmail.com.
0: All right, and please visit our websites. Mine is kathyzaka.com. Mine is
2: laurapotter.us.
1: And mine is susanolfin.com.
2: And we hope you'll join us next time. And remember, live thirsty.
1: Thank you, and may the Lord bless you and keep you, and may His face shine upon you and give you His peace. All right, until next time, Susan, Laura, and Kathy. We